Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Mushy mushy everyone and thank you for coming back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons guy, and I'm joined by my co-host El Ray. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Ahoy hoy everybody once again. Uh, uh, sorry about not having the episode last week, guys, but Thanksgiving got in the way and then You know, families uh, get involved. Yeah, and yeah. Things yeah. come up and you all understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll try. Uh, we'll, we'll try to avoid that problem in the future. Yeah, but next time we'll just probably do it before. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have to record a few episodes ahead of time. We'll do I that. Think. We'll do that. So sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, you you will forgive us. I hope you will forgive us. <clears throat> anyway, so today we are going to be talking about uh, Lisa's pony. Which is which originally aired in season three, episode eight, and the air date was November seventh of nineteen ninety one. Now remember, if you're going chronologically, we should be doing episode seven. But remember, we moved Treehouse of Horror to our Halloween episode. Yes, right? yes. So in case you're wondering why we're out of order, that's why. You guys have to go back and listen to the Halloween episode. Which was released around Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, also, there was another anomaly this season, right? Yes, we also did the, uh, the band Michael, from Disney, Michael Jackson episode. Yes, well. the, that, w- that is the first episode in this uh, season. So this should actually be episode nine, even though... Mm. Right or or is it no no this should be um this this pops up as episode seven. There you go. I'm sorry, I got it backwards. Yeah, this it pops, pops up as but is it officially if you own the the DVD box sets, this will be episode eight of season three. Cool. All right. There you go. All right. I guess uh, we've set the scene enough about the uh, the chronology of the last episodes and the dates and all that. Yeah, I think we're just trying to sort ourselves out. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think so. It's guys. Teaching in an empty room is uh, mind-boggling. Yes, especially when you have uh, 25 kids online and 23 black screens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it gets depressing, guys. It does. It, it takes really a does. toll on the soul. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about our sorrows. <laughs> Let's drown our sorrows in this episode now. So we're going to start with our traditional chalkboard and couch gags. In the opening chalkboard gag here, we see uh, Bart writing, Bart Bucks are not legal tender. Yes, and Bart Bucks is in quotations. Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing he was trying to make his own currency. Yeah, trying to establish an empire or something. Yep, so. yep. Uh, 
what do they call the HB? Uh, oh, the Buddy Bucks. The Buddy Bucks. There, there you go. You go. Uh, Bart was ahead of his time. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. The couch gag this time is Homer runs up to the couch and he lays down before anyone else gets there. Kind of leaps onto the couch, gets comfortable real quick. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. and then the rest of the family get there and they all jump on top of Homer and he flails his arms and legs around as he struggles to breathe. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, this one's a very like... I, got, I think this is a very, like, realistic family situation. Yeah. Because I could totally see my family doing that. You know, like, or, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, when we were kids, we would tell, we totally done, yeah, exactly. done that to yeah. each other. Yeah. Get out, Dad! You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Cute. Uh, so, this, the start of this episode is... Uh, I, I have to say, this is one of my favorite beginnings to a Simpsons episode. Yeah, the opening sequence yes. is epic. Yes, it is. Um... What movie do they mimic here? Oh, well, this is going to expose my extreme nerdiness. But yes, we have an homage to the famous film 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yep. The Kubrick film. Stanley Kubrick. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Which is honestly one of my favorite movies ever. It really is. I know a bunch of people. That's true for a bunch of people. I know some people hate it because it's a very slow movie. It's a slow burner. It's a slow true. burner, but man, just the concept of it is, yeah, yeah, big movie for me. So we get to the, uh, we get to the uh, the scene, just like in two thousand one, where they show the apes, pretty much at like the dawn of man, or yeah, know, when they're barely beginning to crawl out of the uh, the caves and the, all that stuff, the jungle, you know, yeah. and and start to learn how to use tools and start stuff. thinking. Yes, okay. So we get to the. Uh, the apes, and one of them looks like Homer. Yeah, <laughs> bald head and everything. Yes, and then of course um, one of them is uh, uh, breaking some rock into to make it into a tool. Mm-hmm. Another one is starting a fire. Yep. And another one is making a wheel. Making a wheel. Yep. And what is the Homer-looking ape doing? <laughs> The Homer-looking ape uh, walks up to the monolith that inspired all of this creativity, and he just kind of lays back on it and starts taking a nap. It's a nap. Uh, but apparently this this version of Homer is also pretty hefty yeah. because the monolith tilts back. Yes, it does. And this is, you know, again, great. I love that, you know, the monolith is such an iconic thing in this movie. Uh-huh. You know, and then, of course, Homer just leans back, takes a nap, tilts him over. Yeah, so it's he starts it's to sort so of uh, have a monkey dream, I guess. Yeah. Because he's like, whoop, 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 while he's falling asleep. And then we cut to the new Springfield nuclear power plant. And Homer is asleep at his desk. Of course. And he's... <laughs> he's, he's, he's making eight sounds. Making, yeah, he's like, whoop, 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 while he's, while he's uh, I guess, snoring. Yeah, he's snoring, and then I get, and well, the reason that he makes those noises is because he's awakened uh, quite abruptly by his phone ringing. Yes. And so he, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still, scared. He's, he's scared. Still stuck in there. <laughs> uh huh. So, who is on the other end of the line? His little girl, Lisa. Lisa, daddy's little girl, and she's calling from the school talent show. 
She says, Dad, I broke my last saxophone reed, and I need you to get me a new one. And Homer says, uh, isn't this the kind of thing your mother is better at? I love that Homer knows his limitations yes. in this situation. And Lisa says, I called her. She's not home. I tried Mr. Flanders, Aunt Patty, Aunt Selma, Dr. Hibbard, Reverend Lovejoy, and that nice man who caught the snake in our basement. Now, this is a horrible reality here, but Homer being who Homer is. Yeah, he's incredibly dense. He says, wow. And after, after them, out of all the people in the world, you chose me. I'm he like, just doesn't get it. Yeah, no. It should have been the first or the second person, right? First, maybe mom. Second, maybe dad, right? Maybe it's dad. Maybe it's mom. Who knows? He should be up there. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Lisa gives him the information, what kind of read it is. Yep. Right? And Homer's uh, note-taking skills are quite odd in this. He flips up his foot and he writes down the information on the bottom of his shoe. Which is funny because on his shoe, there's a little hole on it, and he already has a note with an arrow that says, fix this. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. Obviously, his uh, note-taking skills are uh, lacking. Mm -hmm. So we go back to the talent show, and uh, we see Principal Skinner up at the, uh, up at the stage. He says, well, you're in for a whale of a show tonight. Uh, I'd like to point out that the doors are now locked, so you parents can't sneak out of the show after your own child has performed. Oh, and let me caution the people in the first five rows. You will get wet. <laughs> and I, you know, as, as square as old Seymour is, that's a gangster move, man. Yeah, locking the parents yeah, in. Yeah, that's a gangster move. Everybody knows that's what happens. Yeah. Talent shows, recitals, you know. Whatever it is. Yeah, and it's kind of rude. It is rude. The kids are trying to do, do their performance and people are walking out. Yeah, it is rude. Yeah. So, so uh, here, here's a... a I, uh, I got to give Skinner the W on this. Yeah, we, I'm going to give him a tilt, of, a tilt of the cap. There you go. A tilt of the cap to Seymour Skinner here. So, next thing we know, Homer is getting to the music store. And he sees the sign. It says, open from 10 to 7. He checks his watch, and it's 6.55. He says, whoo, just in the nick of time. But at the same time, it's, the store is next to most Tavern. Yep. And he goes, mmm, beer. And he thinks he <laughs> has enough time. He has enough time, so he goes to Moe's, right? Going to Moe's. And... Uh, <laughs> Moe's serving him beer. Well, he's getting ready to serve him beer. And Algon Homer says, hurry, Mo, hurry. I've only got five minutes till the music store closes. And Moe says, well, why don't you go there first? And Homer takes offense and says, hey, do I tell you how to do your job? <laughs> Sorry, Homer. And he gives him a, a mug of beer. And this is when Homer. The, yes, Homer says, you know, if you tip the glass, there won't be so much foam on top. Sorry, Homer. And so... Just, before that, I don't tell you how to do your job, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, he just told him how to do his own job. Oh, Homer. Mm -hmm. We go back to the um, talent show, talent show, right? And we see these uh, uh, little kids performing, right? We see somebody uh, doing a balancing act on top of a bunch of uh, chairs yeah. that are stacked on top of each other, right? Uh, the judges are. 
groundskeeper uh, Willie, uh, the lunch lady Doris, and Bleeding Gums Murphy. Yep. Uh, we go back to the uh, Moe's Tavern, mm -hmm. and Homer finishes his beer, and he says, 15 seconds to spare. Second. He goes there and next door, and the music store is closed. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Homer goes back to the bar, <laughs> bangs his head on the table. He's very upset. And at the bar is but someone else. Someone else. And he yes. says, What's the matter, buddy? And <laughs> Homer says, The moron next door closed early. And this guy's name is uh, Jerry. Jerry. And he happens to be that moron that owns the store. And Homer says, oh, me and my trenchant mouth, which I kind of got surprised that he has that level Homer of knows the word trenchant. Yeah, I was like, really? And he used it properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back at the talent show, we see Milhouse uh, making music with spoons on his face. Yeah. Um, I... I, I don't know what to say about Millhouse's performance. And we should, it's worth noting that at this point, the judges have, are even bored. Yeah. Like, I think Willie makes a comment that says he'd rather go watch the boilers. Or something. Yeah. He'd rather go watch the boilers explode or something. And as uh, Principal Skinner is watching uh, Millhouse's act, he's off stage. He's like, oh, terrible. Just terrible. You know, they seem to get worse every year. And then he comes on stage and says, wonderful. You know, I think this is the best pageant we've ever had. I really do. Yeah. Trying to uh, keep everybody's interest in the uh, lame talent show. And, and I do think it's worth noting just for future episodes that who he's confiding in when he's saying, oh, this is terrible and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. He's there with uh, Miss Bob. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mrs. K will be uh, linked with him later. Yes. Oh, by the way. Um, out of all of these uh, performances that they were doing on, which one was your favorite? Oh, the the um, the twins. Twins. The twins. Yeah. yeah Sherry, and Sherry and Terry. Yeah. I don't know who's on a a spinning wheel if it's Sherry or Terry, but they're doing that act where they're throwing knives. They're blindfolded. Yeah, blindfolded. While the other, while the twin is spinning around. <laughs> I, I thought was, that was pretty good. I was, I was like, like, wow, this is wild. Third graders are going crazy throwing here. Knives at each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's get back Those to the show. Twins, no. I, I just, I just had that burning question. If you had the same oh, of course, of thought course. that I did, no one even came close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next up is Bart Simpson, the boy with a thousand voices. As Principal Skinner introduces him, right, yeah. and Bart comes up on stage and he does what he does best. And he says, "My first impression will be Principal Skinner." Principal Skinner, and this is not an impression. No, it's not. He's just saying dumb things. I think he even starts out with, Duh, I'm Principal Skinner. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to sound like him or act like him at all. He's just m openly mocking him. Yeah. And then Lunch Lady Doris has her turn. Yes. When and he actually does an impression of yes. Lunch Lady Doris. Yes. Uh, that one was actually pretty accurate. Yeah. A lot more accurate than his uh, impersonation of Seymour was. Yes. But she is not happy and neither is Principal Skinner at this point. No, they are not. However, the kids are howling. Yeah. Well, you know, any little kids, when they, I guess uh, when they don't like the principal and anybody makes fun of them, 
they're gonna be they're gonna enjoy that. And even old bleeding gums is enjoying this at the time. Too. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So then we, we yeah we come back to the uh, to the bar. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And Homer is begging the guy to open up the store, and he's, he's just no, no, my store is closed, right? And then Homer says, okay, okay, but I want you to see a picture of the little girl you're disappointing. And he rifles through his wallet. And we're waiting. Uh-huh. And then and he, he just finally stops. And says, well, I don't have one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Actually, the only reason I don't have pictures of my kids in my wallet is because I have one of those minimalist wallets. Yeah. Oh, I have a minimalist wallet, too. But they're on your phone now. Too. Yeah, so they're, they're on my phone now. Yeah, they're right there. But, every, uh, but back... Back when I was growing up, you always had pictures yeah. of your family in your wallet. Yep. That's old school. Anyway. And so Mo tries to help out Homer here. He's like, come on, Jer, open up, be a pal. And he says, remember when I pulled you and your wife out of that burning car? <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry says, well, okay, okay. But now we're even. Okay, yeah. Apparently that's... Uh, well, opening up a store is equivalent to uh, saving uh, you and your wife's life here. So they they go in and they ask him, okay, what do you need? I need a re yeah, for yeah. what instrument? And Homer's like, don't. Yep. And so <laughs> this is where we actually get back to the talent show real quick, uh-huh. and uh, we're Sherry and Terry are throwing knives uh-huh. at each other, right? Yep. And uh, so now Homer's having his crisis at the music store, and Lisa is now getting worried, and she's talking to Marge now. She says, Mom, where is he? If I don't get that re. I'll sound terrible. And Marge's like, don't worry, honey. I'm sure your father is. And she starts thinking and imagining, right? And she imagines Homer fixing a flat tire. She says, maybe. Maybe that's why he's late. Yeah. And then he imagines Homer being chased up a tree by a bear. And she goes, no. Then she imagines Homer being abducted by aliens and being probed and all that. He's like, "Mm, that's a long shot. And then she imagines Homer sitting at Moe's Tavern and she goes, bingo. She knows exactly where he is. Yep. Back at the music store, Jerry's like, clarinet. Or oh, nope. Oboe. Nope. Saxophone. Nope. Wait a minute. What was that last one again? Saxophone. <laughs> and then Homer starts thinking. He goes, and he says to himself, Lisa, stop playing that stupid saxophone. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and then Jerry goes, alto or ten. No. <laughs> hey, at this point. Just buy both yeah, of them. Just buy both. Just buy both. That, is, that is like in, in the entirety of the Simpsons catalog. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. It really <laughs> It's like, oh my God. <laughs> um, my goal is to uh, never be as bad at that as Homer. Yeah. And it's a good thing my kid is 17, almost 18, and almost out the door. There you go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we go back to the town show and with, this, uh, with my second place performance. Yes. By the way. <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I don't know what this, this kid's name is, but he's up there. He's singing, "My dingaling, my dingaling, I want you to play with my dingaling." And Skinner's not having it, man. He gets up there and says, "This is over." He goes him <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> and unfortunately, because this performance was cut short. Coming up next is Lisa. Yes. But Lisa is going to play Stormy Weather. Yep. But she doesn't have her read just yet. No, she doesn't. And so she gets up there 
and she starts playing, and oh, it sounds terrible. Yep, but groundskeeper Willie says, "Sounds like a gopher I got uh, I caught in the lawnmower." That's how bad it sounded, apparently. Right? <laughs> At this point, Homer's walking into the school and says, "I hate to be that kid's father." <laughs> and then he sees Lisa up on stage, sounding terrible. Mm-hmm. And even Principal Skinner gets involved at this point and cuts her performance. And, the, and Lisa says, It's not me. It's, it's the reed. <laughs> and Principal Skinner goes, Yes, it was. It's the reed's fault. It's the reed's fault, yes. And we end the scene. Well, here. before that, Homer tries to, I don't know, make things better and starts applauding. Oh, Woo! yeah. 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 just kind of turns around and looks at him. Give him yeah, because yeah. why would you be cheering... For that, right? And the only reason Homer was doing it was he was trying to save his own bacon here, right? Yeah. So, uh-huh. so of course, Lisa's destroyed. Yep. Next thing we know, we open up the next scene at an ice cream shop. And Homer buys uh, what I would describe as a mountain of ice cream. A mountain of ice cream, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, they put it on their table... And Lisa gets her spoon, gets a little bit of sp- uh, scoop of chocolate, takes a bite, and she says she's done. And I love what Homer says. <laughs> that was $88. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what $88 worth of ice cream looks like. That's insane. <sighs> Man, I, I could go to town and eat, uh, at HEB. $88 of ice cream? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a lot of bluebell. Yep. No, 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 no. Creamy Creations, bro. Oh, Creamy Creations. Jump ship. Okay. <laughs> hey, after that Listeria scare, it's all Creamy Creations over here. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Homer here realizes he really messed up. He says, look, I let you down and I apologize. I know that doesn't make it right, but I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me. And she just goes, I forgive you. Oh, don't! You didn't mean that! No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next thing we know, we're back at the Simpsons house and Homer digs out a videotape labeled uh, Baby Lisa. But did you notice anything about the uh, whole videotape set up there? No, I didn't. It was a Betamax. It was a Betamax. Okay. It was a Betamax. Nice. For those of you that don't know what a Betamax is... It's kind of like uh, when uh, the Blu-ray and the, what was the other one? HD, HD, DVD. HD DVD came out. They were, HD DVD sank. Yep, and Blu-ray survived. The same thing was happening here. The VCR came out, and so did the Betamax. The VCR survived. The yeah. Betamax did not. I don't know why, because the Betamax was actually better. That's a little before me, so I don't even know. <laughs> I'm going to have to take your word on that. You, you will have to take my word on that. Uh, but you can even do some uh, Google searches just to verify my information. But the Betamax was actually a superior device, but it, it didn't survive. It just couldn't compete, apparently, with the VHS. Hmm. Yeah, and I will admit that I chose the wrong side when the HD DVD and the Blu-ray came out. You bought an HD DVD? Yes, I did. I bought an HD DVD player. Uff. Uff. Yep. Yep. How much that? How much money did you burn there? I'd rather not say. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Homer pops in the tape, 
And we see baby Lisa take, by the way, wasn't baby Lisa adorable? Yes, baby Lisa is adorable. Anyway, we see baby Lisa taking her first steps. And, and Marge is recording. Uh-huh. And you hear her, and she's like, look, Homer, Lisa's taking her first steps. And Homer's watching TV. He's like, you taping it? She's like, yes. I'll watch it later. Oof. Yes. Oof. Uh, talk about failing as a father. And while this is happening, right? Uh, Homer's watching Fantasy Island. Yeah, because Tattoo, the little major right tattoo is like, the plane, the plane. Yeah. And we see uh, Mr. R is like, no, my freakishly little friend, that's a seagull. <laughs> By the way, um, and Lisa I, actually walks in front of the TV and he just, like, he kind of grabs her. Like, if for a moment you think he's like, wow, he just moves her out of the way. Yeah, I <laughs> thought he was going to, like, pick, pick her up, give her a hug. No, he just moves her out of the way so he can keep watching TV. By the way, um, he's not a midget. He's a dwarf. Ah. Yes. Midgets are short, short, like, be, uh, four foot eleven and under. I don't know the name. Something like that, but their limbs, everything is in proportion to the to their body. Dwarves are not. Yeah. Ah, okay. right. They they'll have the bigger heads, the shorter arms, the shorter legs. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just the educator in me coming hey, out there. Teacher time. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, we go. We and then the video cuts cuts to another clip uh-huh. of baby Lisa. And she is in her high chair. And she is saying... Da-da. Yeah. Da-da. And Marge is like, did you hear that, Homer? And and Homer's like, Marge, please, I'm busy. And we pan over and Homer's there choking the life out of Bart. Yeah. Instead of listening to Lisa. And and, um, Homer comes to a realization here. He's like, no wonder she hates me. Yeah. He's like, he realizes... He's been a terrible father. He doesn't pay attention to her. You know, and then he goes to Marge, you know, what do I do? Mm. And Marge suggests that, oh, maybe you just spend some time with her. You know? And so we we have a little uh, montage Mon- here. Yeah, of Homer trying to do things with Lisa, right? He sits down and plays with a tea set with Lisa. Lisa still looks very depressed yeah, while all this Yeah, she's not happening. having it. No, and Bart and Milhouse are making fun of them in the next room. And then Homer leaps from his chair, you know, trying to go after Bart. Uh, and then uh, we see Homer trying to, I guess, dry Lisa's hair. Yeah. And he, he just gets her right in the face with it. <laughs> yeah, we see her face being pulled back by the strength of the air uh, from the hair dryer. And we have Lisa on a swing, and Homer's there pushing her on the swing, and then he just pushes too hard, and she goes flying off the swing. Yep. And then Homer says, maybe I should just cut my losses, give up on Lisa, and make a fresh start with Maggie. And of course, Marge, is, she just says, homie, you've got to stop looking for a quick fix. If you keep spending time with Lisa, she'll forgive you. And then Homer's like, Marge, <laughs> if I spend any more time doing these girl things, I'm going to, you know, go fruity. <laughs> you were there the first uh, time with that quick... No, you were right the, the first time with that quick fix idea. <laughs> yeah, and he even he's a fruity and he starts moving his hands. Yeah, right there. <laughs> uh, apparently spending time with your daughter. Makes you uh, fruity. Yeah. According to Homer. According to Homer. Homer uh, is failing as a father yet again. 
and we will be right back, guys. And we're back. So, yeah, Homer and Marge are having their conversation, and uh, Homer comes to the realization, he tells Marge, I'll just buy her that pony she's always bugging me for. And Marge, being the sensible go- sensible one, goes, we can't afford to buy a pony. And Homer says, Marge, with today's gasoline prices, we can't afford not to buy a pony. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Marge is trying to be realistic because a pony is very expensive. She goes, you sound like you're going to buy a pony. Promise me you won't. <laughs> what was that? Was that a yes or no? Huh? Those aren't even words. <laughs> oh, actually, let me let me get this right. <laughs> Homer does his thing with a smile. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole screen goes black except for Homer's smile and yeah. his eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing we know, we're at the uh, pet store, right? And the pet shop owner's like, Oh my, what is that smell? And he sees Homer and he goes, Oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> which br- which brings me back to the question. How bad does Homer smell? I don't know, man. If you, yeah, if you remember during the Especially Bigfoot episode? Yeah, that's true. Especially if you work at a pet store all day. Yeah. There's already a stank in there. Like, all those dogs and cats yeah, exactly. in there. Yeah. I mean, probably the birds were. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Homer goes, Excuse me, do you sell ponies? And I like the owner. He's like, Uh, sure, pal. Right here. <laughs> Points at a big cage with a dog. Yeah. And then Homer goes up there and he says, Scottish deer hound. $259. Hey, this is a dog. And the guy says, Oh, my friend, you're smarter than I gave you credit for. <laughs> and he says uh, that there's a farm. Out on uh, Route 401, merely take a left at the rendering plant. Now, for those of you that don't know what a rendering plant is, this is where they uh, make courses into glue. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So they have the pony farm next to the rendering plant. It's a short drive. Yep, very short. Uh, Anyway, we go to the farm, and then Homer goes, Now, lady, I'm buying a pony for my little girl. I don't care what it costs. And she says, very good. And she points out, which is, that stunning creature over there is half a million dollars. Half a million dollars? And then she gives his... Uh, Lineage? Yes. Like he was sired by Seattle Slough, and his mother won the Kentucky Derby. Homer goes like, wow. Yes, his likeness graces a staff in Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Homer is trying to pay for this with a check, right? And then the lady goes, uh, Mr. Simpson, this check is is dated for January 1st of 2054. <laughs> and Homer's like, is that a problem? Yeah. And so she won't take it. She gives it back to him. And she tells him. The cheapest pony here is $5,000. They start at 5000 Cash. Cash. Right. She makes it clear, I am not going to take a check for me. Yes. It has to be cash. And Homer's question is great here. Isn't there a pound where you can pick up cheap ponies that ran away from home? <laughs> and the lady goes, I certainly hope not. Yeah. So next thing we know, we see Homer at the employee credit union, and he's asking for a loan of $5,000. The teller goes, I'm not authorized to give a loan in that amount. And she says, let me go get someone who is. And who do we see next? Mr. Bird. And his lackey Smithers, right? Yep. Uh, we see Burns like, hello, 
And Homer gets scared and says, ah! Yeah. And Burns reads the application and says, Simpson, eh? <laughs> <laughs> typical, typical. Of course, yes. Uh, and Burns, uh, Burns says, are you acquainted with our state's stringent usury laws? Usury? <laughs> Burns cuts him off. Oh, silly me. I must have made up a word that doesn't exist. <laughs> Of course, this that just proves Homer's ignorant. He's he's not aware of the laws uh, pertaining to the uh, abusive interest rate, which he's about to pay apparently. And so, um, Burns, I think, asks him why he needs the money. And he tells him to buy a pony. Yep. And he's like, uh, "What for?" You know, his little girl. He's like, because apparently he thought he might have wanted to eat the pony or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, because Burns is like, just promise me you're not going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Smithers goes, you have any collateral? And, Bur- and Burns goes, oh, Smithers, that's so cold. His spirit is my collateral. And then he says, just sign this form and the money will be yours. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Sorry, I was just um, uh, thinking of a funny Thing uh, of something funny Smithers did today. And Smithers, I didn't do anything funny today. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my goodness. And so Homer gets his love. Yes, he gets his he gets his check and he cashes it, and he goes back to the pony farm. And the lady goes, "Mr. Simpson, are you quite sure you know how to take care of a pony? Why did she ask you this?" Because at this point. Homer is trying to get the pony to take home in the backseat of his car. Not a trailer. No. And he's stumping this poor horse into... He's not even a... a not even a full-grown horse. No. <laughs> his pony into the car. Oh, my God. Yes. And then we have an homage to one of, uh, you know, my favorite movies, of course, after Homer takes the pony home. Oh. So... so I guess Homer's trying to surprise Lisa. And she le- he lets the pony in bed with her. Yes. And so Lisa wakes up and moves her blanket and sees... A horse head there. A horse head there. Now, if you are a fan of The Godfather, you yeah. know exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Because she does the scream and everything. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen Godfather, uh, please... Right move after this podcast. Yeah. Cool. Either that or move out of the country. Yeah, one of them. Those are your only two options, guys. Watch it right after you listen to this podcast or leave this great nation. Alive. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so then she realizes that she has a pony and Marge is not happy. She's not happy because she finds out about this as Lisa rides the pony through the house through the house and into their bedroom. Right? And she's like on top of the, of the pony. And she's like, oh, Dad, I love you, yeah, right? That's what Homer wanted. Mm-hmm. But Marge is not having it. It's like, I am very upset with you. And Homer, in his ignorance, it sounds like somebody's angling for a pony of her own. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart says, hey, how come Lisa gets a pony? And Homer goes, because she stopped loving me. <laughs> and Bart goes, I don't love you either, so give me a moped. Holmes says, well, I know you love me, so you don't get squat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, by the way, Lisa names this pony Princess. Yes, and she introduces Princess to the other pets. Santa's little helper and Snowball, too. She says, please don't exclude her because she's different. 
<laughs> and at this point, Maggie dips her pacifier into oat, oatmeal or something. Yeah, yeah, it looked like either peanut butter or oatmeal or something. Yeah, feeds it, it to the horse. So Maggie's loving the horse too. Mm-hmm. And Marge asks Homer, uh, "Where, where are you planning to keep this horse?" And Homer's like, "I got it all figured out. By day, it'll fur, it'll it'll roam free around the neighborhood, and at night." It'll nestle snugly between the cars in our garage. <laughs> Lisa's like, Dad, no! And Marge's like, that's illegal! And Homer gets offended here. He's like, that's for the course to decide. <laughs> <laughs> and and so they realize they're going to have to put this horse in, in a stable, stable, right? So we're back at the horse farm with the very entertaining uh, lady that owns it. Uh-huh, and he says... Uh, she, she gives him a bill bill for $530 a month he's like this is what love costs and the lady says I'm teaching your daughter riding grooming and a no extra charge pronunciation yes uh, if you watch this episode uh, she has a very uh, snotty yeah I would say yeah. elitish yeah elitish uh, enunciation and so we cut to Lisa right here, and she's riding Princess in her uh, like equestrian gear and all that. Yep, and she says, Father, you have made me the happiest gal who ever lived. So it's already rubbing off on Lisa. Then. Yep, she apparently she did promise she would be yeah. teacher pronunciation. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so we cut back to the Simpson household, and we are having a uh, grandfather and grandson moment here with Bart and uh, Grandpa Simpson. They're playing a video game. And it looks to be asteroids. Poor Grandpa Simpson just does not know what's going on. No, he's like, uh, what do I do? Yep. Bart's like, Grandpa, you want to go to the right? Yes. He says, move the joystick to the left. Yes, move the, what's a joystick? You didn't tell me. He's just like, oh, oh here, here comes a Xylon cruiser. Whoa, whoa. And, Gra- and Grandpa's confused. He's like, a Xylon cruiser? And Bart's going to hyperspace. Ready? Hit it. What? Where's the hyperspace? Grandpa, you're the spaceship, not the... <laughs> I'm the what? I thought I was this guy as this ship explodes. Marge just says, game's over, Grandpa. He's like, Grandpa's like, I got down on the floor for this? Yep. And apparently, hey guys, he's, Grandpa's old. Yeah. Getting to the floor, sitting, uh, what do they call it now? Crisscross applesauce. Oh, because you can't say Indian style. You can't say Indian style now, but back in the day when I was at, in, at uh, PE in elementary. Yeah, so you're all going to sit here Indian style. It's yep. it's yes, but now it's crisscross applesauce. So the, the, those of you that are wondering what crisscross applesauce is, it's sitting down Indian style. And of course, you know, Grandpa is going to have a issue getting yeah, up, getting up off from the floor from this, right? And... We see uh, Homer walk through the house, uh-huh. and Lisa stops him, and she says, wait, Dad, I've got something for you, and she gives him a kiss. And Homer's like, oh, I was hoping it'd be money. <laughs> and so we cut to Marge here, looking very stressed out and upset. She's at the calculator. Yeah, she's using her little adding machine. I guess she's doing the budget for the house and everything. And he's like, mm, we're just going to have to cut down on luxuries. Homer's like, well, you know, you're always buying Maggie vaccinations for, for diseases she doesn't even have. <laughs> and then Marge actually says that they were going to cut, need to cut down beer. Yeah. And Homer says really quick, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
And he says, since since uh, Homer didn't want to give up his beer, that Marge said that they had no choice but to give up the pony. And then Homer makes his argument, which makes no sense. He says, yeah. first, you didn't want me to get the pony. Now you want me to take it back. Make up your mind. And Marge leaves him completely frustrated. He's going to have to solve this problem on his own. And then... He even says, there's plenty of money out there for a guy who's willing to work for it. And he says, do you have any jewelry you don't need anymore? <laughs> <laughs> to which Marge answers, <gasps> we're back at the stable. And uh, Lisa is trying to get Princess to use the salt lick. Yeah. Right? And she calls, the, she says, uh, try the salt lick. Num num. And she's, she licks the, yeah. the salt thing. And the princess does it as well. And then we go back to back to Homer, and he's at the Quickie Mart, and he's like, need money. And he buys a one of those scratch-off tickets, right? And he starts scratching it right off right off the, uh, on the counter there. He's like, Liberty Bell. He's a, one Liberty Bell. Two Liberty Bells. And then he scratches off the other one, and then he pretends it was another yeah, Liberty Bell. Oh, three Liberty Bells! And he... He shows the ticket with, but he puts his thumb yeah. over the other. And Apu is congratulate him already, and he's like, "Okay, um, let me just see the ticket." Yes, please be removing your thumb, yeah. and he doesn't want to. Right, they're struggling over the ticket because Homer wants to get that ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but Apu wants to see the the ticket first. Right, so he gets it out of Homer's hands, and he is very very upset at Homer. He's like, you know, yeah, he says, "What's oh, Jerry?" Yeah, right. And he says, oh, I need the money. And then Apu says, well, if you need money, you should at least jam the gun in my ribs. Or better yet, you could inquire about the help wanted sign. And Homer's like, you're looking for help? Yes, we need someone for the demanding yet high-profile midnight to 8 a.m. shift. I'm your man. And Apu says, you're hired. This is, this is, by the way, my favorite line in this episode. Apu says, you're hired. Oh, how I dreamed the day would come when one of you would be working for me. <laughs> I guess uh, he, he dreamed of having a white guy work, work for him, him yeah. calling him boss and all that, ever since he immigrated into this country. Well, got it. Yep, he finally did. So we're going to cut over to back to the uh, horse ranch. And Lisa is practicing her uh, show jumping, uh-huh, whatever you want to call it. And we see one of the students goes, uh, she certainly tamed that horse. And then here's where I have my big beef with the episode. Yes. We see Ralph Wiggum. Ralph Wiggum, yes. Sitting on the, uh, on the fence. On the fence. And he says, yes, but what man can tame her? And for some reason, the voice of Nelson Mutz is coming out of Ralph's Ralph. mouth. Yeah. Yes, it, it was quite annoying. Yeah. So it's going to lose at least half a donut right there. Yeah, I, I understand that some of the voices in these shows sound similar already. I can get that. But Lisa, Ralph, and, Ralph and, and Nelson sound nothing, nothing yeah, like each other. So no. that was like, oh. Because Ralph still sounds like this. Yeah, exactly. And Nelson has a very deep voice yeah. for his age. Because mm-hmm. he smokes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So we go back to the Quickie Mart, and Homer is in a trainee's uniform. 
And Apu says, I won't lie to you. On this job, you will be shot at. And he opens up his vest and he reveals his chest. Each of these bullet wounds is a badge of honor, he says. Yes, and Homer taking a badge of honor. <laughs> and Apu says, here's a pointer. Try to take it on the shoulder. Which is crazy how many times Apu's been shot already. And he's still, still, eager, going, he's still, still eager to show up to work every day at the, at the Quickie Mart. And, <laughs> and then he goes, now, these hot dogs have been here for three years. These are strictly ornamental. There's only one bozo who comes in and buys them. But I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing we know, the Simpsons, the rest of the Simpsons, minus Homer, are having breakfast at the table. And Homer walks in say, and says, the perfect crime. And Marge stops him like, hey, where you been all night? And Homer says, uh, Marge, could we go, to, go into the other room? I did something last night. I'm not proud of, and I don't want the kids to hear it. And Mario's all busted. <laughs> so in the next room, Homer starts explaining. I'll work from midnight to eight, come home, sleep five minutes, eat breakfast, sleep six more minutes, shower. Then I have 10 minutes to bask in Lisa's love. Then I'm off to the power, pl- to the power plant, fresh as a daisy. And then we, uh, we're at the breakfast table again with the kids, and we hear a thud. And Bart's like, oh, my God, she's killed him. <laughs> and they rush into the living room, and we see Homer passed out asleep on the floor. Face down, passed out. Mm-hmm. Like Manny Pacquiao. Dead. <laughs> or uh, Nate Robinson? Nate Robinson Nate. was last week. Yes, that's oh. a more uh, recent oh, one. no. <laughs> He's never going to live that down. No, it's over. <laughs> anyway, we're back at the Quickie Mart. And Homer sweats some beef jerky, takes a bite, says, mmm, salty. Then he sticks his head under the squishy dispenser, the blueberry squishy, right? And he turns on the the nozzle and he starts uh, wheezing the juice. Uh Uh-huh. You've ever seen it in Sino, man. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Pooh catches him. Yep. Right? He's like, ah, and he puts him to work. We're back at the, by the way. Uh, we're back with uh, Lisa. Princess, right? Yeah, Lisa and Princess. Lisa. And Lisa is playing the sax for Princess, right? And she's like, this next song is about a girl and her pony. It's called Wildfire. Apparently, she's been writing a lot of songs about a girl and her pony. Lisa is very, like, ecstatic in this whole thing. Right? Yes. It's just like... She's so enamored with the horse, she doesn't see what's happening with her dad. Exactly. Which is odd, because usually it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Homer is uh, distracted by some random thing. But yeah. now it's the opposite. <laughs> now it's, now the, it's opposite. the opposite. Yeah. And now we go back. Well, actually, we haven't been here before. Which, have we? At the Fiesta Terrace? I don't know if we've been here before. Oh, yeah, we have with Jock. When he was trying, ah, to, you're right. When he was trying to woo Marge, you're right. We go back to the Fiesta Terrace, the, that apartment complex, right? And Apu is in bed with his girlfriend, who is a uh, Princess Jasmine. Yes, what was it, Jasmine? Was it? It was princess something? Yeah, it was the one that Homer was uh, dancing with. Yes, in trouble with. Yeah, that's the the, the one that uh, got the picture snapped with Homer. Yep. And got passed around all over town. Exactly. That's Apu's girl. And she's telling him to loosen up. 
And but he says he can't. He's too worried about his store, yeah. right? He, he realizes who he, who his employee is, right? He's just worried, right? And I love this scene that comes up because you come back to the store. Homer's asleep at the counter. At the counter, and Ned Flanders is getting his whatever he needs. His purchases, and he's. Giving, he's putting the exact change on the counter while Homer's asleep. Yep. Ned Flanders is too good of a guy to walk out with stuff. without paying. Right? Yeah. He, he refuses to steal. He's going to leave the money there. Yeah, so. yeah that's you got to admire Ned. And Ned doesn't even want to wake him up. He's all quiet, moving through the story. Yeah. And then Apu busts in. Homer, you are asleep at your post. Now, go change the expiration dates on the dairy products. Oh, which is so gross. Yes. And uh, he's with he's with Princess Jasmine, or whatever her name is, right? Yeah. He says, sorry, baby, date's over. Yep. Right? And uh, we see Homer walk off screen, and all of a sudden, thud. we hear another thud. And his uh, head it's is... Right between where the sliding doors meet. Right. So the sliding doors keep opening and closing on his head. And he doesn't feel a thing because he's dead asleep. So, uh, yeah, so then we cut to Homer driving home. We're going to drive home, mm-hmm. and we see the uh, Homer's point of view of his eyes closing while he's on the road. He's really trying not to fall asleep. And he starts having this really trippy dream about yeah. sleeping. Yeah, it's like his bed starts flying, and beds everywhere. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, Somehow he manages to get home. Yeah. Semi safely. He runs into the wall in the garage. Uh huh. He steps out of the car. He slams the door shut, and we have uh, the circular saw fall on top of his head. And he keeps walking like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. Yeah, it just doesn't. So he sleeps, walks into his own bed. He lays down. And the alarm sounds the second his head hits the pillow. And he gets up. Uh-huh. And Marge is like, Homer, how long do you plan on do to do this? And Homer's like slurring at the pillow. I don't know. How long do horses live? And Marge is like, 30 years. And Homer's like, no! <laughs> Actually, I think he does it slower yeah, right he now. Does, he does. He just goes, do. do. He's so tired. He yeah. can't even scream. Yes, yeah, I'm just used to saying, do. Yeah. Oh, he had to do it. Yep. And so we get now Homer has to go through his other job back at the power plant. He's trying to keep himself awake. He says, mustn't sleep, must monitor core. <laughs> but he falls asleep right away. And uh, he is woken up by a phone call from Lisa. And she's like, I just called to say I love you, Dad. And he hangs up the phone. He's like, oh, when is she going to stop loving me? <laughs> and he goes back to sleep. And we cut to the kids, right? Yeah, we, we, we cut to the kids. They're watching TV. Johnny Carson is on. He's like, I just heard Millie Manilli were arrested for impersonating a McNugget. And then Ed McMahon is oh, oh, oh. his yeah, faithful yeah. sidekick. Right? He's off. And then Bart goes, uh, well, it's still fun to be up late yeah, because they, they don't get jokes. jokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Millie Manilli. <laughs> I haven't thought about those dudes in a while. Well, I'm sure a lot of people have <laughs> And they got caught lip singing. Yeah, it was over. It was over. over. Next thing we know, uh, Homer leaves for his eight-hour walk. Oh yeah, the kids are like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "For an eight-hour walk." 
and he falls asleep right away on his car horn. Yeah, everybody hears the beep in the garage. They go in there. Homer just yeah. Marge is trying to wake him up. He's like, "Homer, sleep now." And he punches the steering wheel. <laughs> the airbag inflates. Yeah. Uh-huh. The airbag. You know, he starts getting comfy on the airbag, and then uh, Marge turns to Lisa and she explains. Actually, not to Lisa. To the kids. Because well, they ask, like, "What's wrong with him?" Yeah. It's like he's just exhausted. He's exhausted. She tells them that you had to take a second yeah. job uh, at the Quickie Mart, and Bart's just, Bart's just laughing at this. Yeah, at the Quickie Mart, and then Marge tells Lisa that she has to make the decision to give up the pony herself. She she can't. She's not going to force her. Yeah, it's going to be her own. I think she tells decision. her, "I can't make you give up the pony." I like what Bart says. I can make her. Just <laughs> give me five minutes along with her. <laughs> yeah. As any uh, good big brother would do, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a that's a little sneaky thing there because Bart actually cares about Homer's condition enough to where yeah, he would... He's, he's willing to yeah. beat up Lisa here. <laughs> and then Lisa's like, all these years I've lobbied to be treated like an adult have blown up in my face. Yep. You got to make adult decisions. Yep. Back at the Quickie Mart. Oh, this is my favorite part of the episode. It's, okay, so we're back at the Quickie Mart, and Lisa's watching through the glass as Homer is uh, pouring a slushie, and Bart is there ordering him around, and he basically tells him, when I said I wanted that blueberry slushie, I meant today, and he's pounding on the desk, and Homer Homer even answers him, yes, sir. He didn't even call him dad or Homer, he says, yo, pink hat. Yeah. Pink hat is what he called him. Oh, my God. And Lisa, of course, sees that her dad is barely functional here. And she realizes she's going to have to give up Princess. She goes back to the stables and she's talking to the lady. And she's crying. Uh She's crying. And, um, yeah, she's very emotional. I think she even says, like, she likes to have a carrot after her oats. (laughs) Things like that. And then the lady's like, even though you can't see it through my through my patrician facade, I am My tearing, heart is breaking. My yeah. heart is breaking, right? So apparently she does feel for her, but she's not gonna show it. Yeah, she's not gonna show it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, we go back to the quickie mart and Homer's asleep at the wheel again. Yeah, he's yeah. not really doing his job. Yeah. And then Apu says, Oh, the young man you replaced is rolling over in his grave. Apparently, <laughs> that's what happened in the last day. Yep. And so, uh, Lisa shows up. Mm-hmm. And she tells Homer that he doesn't have to work nights anymore. And he's like, well, I do. He's like, yeah. There's this thing called money. Yeah, that adults need. Uh-huh. And she says, I gave up the phone. And Homer says, you did? And she says, mm-hmm. There's a big, dumb animal that... I love even more than that horse. And then Homer goes, oh, no. What is it? A hippopotamus? Yes. And then, of course, he says, you. She calls him dummy, right? Yeah, you, like, you, you big dummy. Yeah, you big dummy. And then Apu, and I'm sorry, Homer says, Apu, you can take this job and restack it. And then Apu goes, oh, uh, what is it? He was late. He was rude to the customers. He fell asleep on the job. He stole, oh, he stole. He stole merchandise, but he was the best damn uh, employee I ever had. Yeah. 
Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And uh, Homer picks up Lisa, puts her, puts her on his shoulders, and Lisa says, Giddy up, Dad. And she rides him out like a pony. And <laughs> Yes. So, uh, what were your takeaways from this episode? Solid episode. Good jokes in it. Um, a lot of changes in scenery throughout. Yes. We go from what? We're at Moe's, we're at the talent show. The power plant. Power plant. We're at the Cookie Mart. Farm, at Simpson's house. At the, yeah. At the. At the apartments. The apartments. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's one of those where it's all over. We're all over town here. Yeah. But I like it because everything does flow. Everything does go together. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't force any jokes. Yeah. They were all just natural. Um, here, you know, Lisa finally got what she wanted and kind of blew up in her face, didn't it? Yeah. She saw the sacrifices, you know, horns made. Yeah. It's like she had to make the adult decision, and she she made it. Yep. It killed her to give up her pony, but she gave it up. Yep. Because she saw that it was killing her dad. Yeah. So, you know, one of those good episodes. You know, we talk about uh, Bart and Marge's relationship a lot, but Homer and Lisa's relationship is very you know complex. Also. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't have any daughters, mm-hmm. right? But. If I did, I can see myself treating them differently than I do my boys. Of course, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when my boys get hurt, you know, I tell them, I just rub some dirt on it, you'll be yeah. okay. But, but if it's a little girl, it's like, oh. Yeah, it's different. Man. Yeah. And then again, it's like we get those those scenes where clearly Lisa's so much smarter than Homer. Yes. And she knows it, you know. And it's, <laughs> so she's got to bring herself back to his level in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Try to see things from his point of view, yeah. and she didn't like what she saw. She didn't. <laughs> no, Homer was. God, you need to see this. He's just falling apart. Yeah, he, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, out of uh, from a rating of one to five, don't nuts. How much would you give this? You know, classic episode. Good story. Good jokes. Good couch gag. Everything works for this, but it can't be a five. Cannot be a five. That voice thing is just unforgivable. Oh, it is unforgivable. So it has to be a four donut episode. They lose a whole donut on that one for me. Yeah, I mean, had it been a similar voice, I might have been able to forgive that a little bit more. Yeah. But they were just so contrast, so blatantly like yeah. not good. Like, what happened to the editors? Were they asleep at the wheel? What happened I don't here? Know. I don't know. I'm with you, uh, but I'm going to give this a 3.5. Don't nuts. Not a four. All right. I, I would have had it at about a four, four and a half donuts had it not been for that one really annoying mistake. Mm-hmm. But that's just unforgivable. Yeah, it is. It's, it's mm-hmm. totally not cool. Not cool at all. And, and I will say that, like, Totally respect the 3.5. Like, this gets a little more buff for me because I like seeing a who is the ladies' man every now and then. And I love that scene. It's like, date's over, baby. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send her out on her way home. Yep. <laughs> I got to go to work. Yeah. I can appreciate This is a, a, one of the 
first episodes where we start seeing more of Apu. Yeah. We will see some more Apu-centric episodes. Unfortunately, I don't That's think... That's a ways off, yeah. yeah. Those, are, those are some of my favorites. Yeah, right? yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think Apu's par- uh, part of the show anymore. Nope. We're just being too PC for our own for our own good here, I think. Yeah. I mean, when you got to remove cartoon characters... Like, yeah, oh. just because a white guy was voicing them? Yeah. Ugh. You know, that's what... I, another... By the way, this is a totally off-topic. It's not Simpsons-related. But the Looney Tunes, one of the first things they banned was Speedy Gonzalez. Because he was offensive to Mexicans. Like, how, how is that offensive? He's the fastest mouse in all Mexico. Yeah. And he's always outsmarting the gringo pussycat. Yeah. I thought it was funny as hell. Yeah. Oh, well. We, this is just proof that we can't have anything nice, guys. We can't. I mean, Speedy Gonzalez's cousin is more offensive than he is. Yeah, Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> Had he been the character, then yeah. We only saw Slowpoke Rodriguez once or twice. Yeah. Right? He's still funny, but. <laughs> still funny, yes. But, yeah, no. He's no speed. Oh, well. Uh huh. So, is there anything you'd like to uh, share with anybody, with our audience, before we uh, end the show? Well, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I hope everybody recharged. Uh, I know we definitely tried to. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, just keep staying safe out there. Keep wearing your mask, keep washing your hands, drink your water, take your vitamins, take your vitamins, get yep. your exercise in, yep. guys. Yep. Just hiding from this isn't, isn't that's not the only answer. No. But you know, you can you can do yourself a favor and strengthen your immune system. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, don't forget to check out the official show Instagram. It's official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. Um, I've been slacking on the memes. Uh, I was eating all that all that uh, Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> so uh, don't forget to give us a follow. I do follow back. And if you do have any suggestions for how we can improve the show, uh, leave me a message on your favorite uh, podcasting platform through Anchor, or you can just send me a direct message on Instagram, and we will consider it. We'll even talk about it on the show. Yeah. All right, guys. So until next week, our war suckers. <laughs>